0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. We've been talking about fear, the deadly disease. Make no mistake about it. Fear is more deadly than the coronavirus. It's time for us to declare war on fear. Here's some reasons why. Fear will ruin everything about your life. It will take you over. It is the energy behind the devil's desire to steal, kill, and destroy. Just like faith is the vehicle through which God gives us every good thing, fear is the vehicle through which the enemy works to steal, kill, and destroy. Fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is what holds God's love at arm's length. I told you last week, reading out of 1 John 4, God is love. In verse 18, there is no fear in love. So there's no fear in God. Perfect love casts out fear. So that being the case, fear would be an insult to the love of God. You know what the Holy Spirit is saying to me? I want you to ask me to reveal to you any area where there's fear in you because it is an insult to my love. That's serious. Over 300 times the Bible tells us the negative aspects and the prohibition to fear. Over 300 times. So if I allow fear to continue, that means I'm in sin. Fear's not just an emotion that everybody has. For the believer, fear is sin. Not too many amens on that, but preach it, Pastor. I know you're telling the truth. Fear is disobedience. Fear keeps us from hearing the voice of God. Over and over again, when the Lord wanted to say something to somebody, the first thing he had to say was, do not fear. Fear not. I've got something to tell you fear will keep you from hearing the voice of God clearly and I don't know about you but I can't afford that during my own time with the Lord this week and I have to be transparent and open with you or I won't be effective I asked myself and I wrote it down what do I fear the most? Since there is a mighty unleashing of demonic spirits of fear all over this world, I said to myself and I asked the Lord to help me, what do I fear the most? What do I fear losing the most? The loss of what? Fill in the blank. What do I fear the loss of most? And I actually wrote this down. I don't want to lose Interaction with the people that I love. I don't want to lose health. I don't want to lose energy. I don't want to lose the freedom to move and enjoy life. I don't want to be disabled with sickness or disease. I don't want to lose the resources that my Heavenly Father has entrusted me with. This week I had the opportunity to face my fears after a major chunk of what God has blessed Dean and I with disappeared in a week, and I'm sure many of you understand that as well. But the main thing that I don't want to lose is in intimacy with my Lord, sweet fellowship. With him. I don't want to lose hearing his voice, seeing his hand, knowing his peace, enjoying his love. Because if I lose that, I've lost the only thing that matters. What we're going through as a nation, this too shall pass. We will get through it. It will come to an end. But what we can't allow is for fear to steal the good gifts and the sweet, intimate fellowship with our Lord. So be careful what you absorb your mind with. Be careful what you always look at and listen to. Learn to let the lens through which you look be the Word and the love of God, not the declarations and the, the proposals, the, the forecasts of this world. Be careful who and what has final authority in your life. Can I tell you something? Losing your business, losing your income, losing anything you can name is not worth losing intimate fellowship with your Lord. It's not worth it. It's the only thing you have that is eternal. Everything else is going to pass. It's temporal. Remind yourself of that. And remind yourself of all those times when you thought life as you knew it was going to end. There's not a single person sitting here, or to my knowledge in the sound of my voice, that had to sleep down at the mission last night. God has seen you through a lot. There are some of us in this room today who've already been through the worst fear you could ever go through. And found out that the grace of God got us up the next morning. Amen. We saw last week in 2 Timothy 1, 7, God has not given us the spirit of fear. There is a personality and energy behind fear. It's not an innocuous emotion. There is an energy that is fueled by he who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10. 10. We looked at 1 Peter 5 last week where the Bible says that to humble yourself means, listen, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you at the right time. Listen, God has got you here at this time to be leaders in this time. There are people here with the spirit of leadership that's got to rise up in these days and speak encouragement and life and hope to people, not to acquiesce to the fears of this world. God has given us an opportunity in this dark time to be lights, to rise up, not to cower in fear. And then the the Word says, in the context of humbling yourself, He says, cast all your care over on Him. So what happens if I'm not casting my worry, care, and anxiety over on Him? I'm disobeying. So if I'm walking with worry, fear, and anxiety, I am walking in disobedience. Because that's a command of the Word. To humble myself, to quit acting like I'm in charge of making everybody happy, of being the, the, the end all to everything else, to stop believing and acting as if it's all on me and cast all my worry, care, and anxiety over on the Lord. That's how you humble yourself. You're not in charge of final results. We are in charge of obeying what the Word of God says. Fear is that <clears throat> fear is that force, that spiritual force. Remember, the forces that rise out of God is faith, hope, and love. Fear is a spiritual force that has the thumbprint of, of the enemy on it. it. It is a spiritual force. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Love and a sound mind, a mind that is together under the peace of God. But understand also that fear is that it is an, it's like a projector in your inner mind. And what it does is it takes information and projects a result that you don't want. So you can hear that there is a pandemic um, virus in this world. That's a fact. Look, faith is not pretending that something doesn't exist. That's nonsense. That's not faith. It's not pretending something is not bad. It is bad. Faith is the application of what God says and believing and trusting in the end result according to what he says. So knowing that fear is an inner projection reel that puts in our mind a result that we don't want, you've got to take a firm, strong, aggressive stand in your inner man against fear. You've got to declare war on it. It will ruin everything about you. And even if it doesn't steal your health or your finances or your relationships, if it, if it steals your peace, what, what have you gained? You can't buy peace. It's precious. It is a gift from God. So we're going to declare absolute War on fear. Come to grips with what we do fear. You know, I I told you about mine. What about you? Do you fear? What do you fear? Do, do, Do you fear the breakup of relationships? Do you fear losing your money, your business? Do you fear losing your health? Do you fear? What about this? Do you fear failure? Do you fear that you might be perceived as a failure if certain things happen? Do you fear the perception that if you fail, you will be rejected? Can I tell you something? Once and for all, you need to come to the cross of Jesus with that and realize God has already decided that there's absolutely nothing you can fail or succeed at that's going to give you any place with, with his love and mercy. His grace has already decided he's for you. He loves you. You're his. And if God be for us. I said, if God be for us. I said, if God be for us. us, So come to grips with those fears, bring them out in the open. Say, "Lord, now I realize what you've known all along, and I hereby declare that that fear is not that fear is resisting the love of God." And so by faith I repent of that fear, and in the name of Jesus, on the basis of your holy word, you are love, and by faith I receive your unconditional, unrelenting love. Give me greater revelation of it. I receive it in Jesus name. Break the spirit of fear. What do we say there in 1 John 4, 18? There is no fear in God's kind of love. That perfect love of God casts out fear. So whatever fear I have means that I haven't really, truly embraced the love of God. Expose the fear at its roots. Apply the love and the word of God. And then I close with this. 2 Chronicles chapter 4. I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In verse 17, the word says, Where the Spirit is Lord, there is liberty. So if I'm bound up with fear, that means the Spirit is not Lord over that area of my mind. Where the Spirit is Lord, there is liberty. See, what the Spirit's saying is how much your Father loves you that he is your provider, that he is your healer, that he is the sustainer of your life. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, are being transformed into the same image and likeness from one glory to another. That is, the Spirit is at work right now to transform us into the image and likeness of our Lord. Do you know what a major work the Lord is doing right now across the whole earth? He's making us deal with our fear. He is making us deal with fears we didn't even know we had. But out of learning to deal with your fear, you're going to learn to embrace the love of God. At a deeper level. But you've got to deal with it for the love of God to be more highly developed. All of these things, fear of loss, they're all symptoms. The cause is way down deep in our inner man. We don't really believe the love of God. Did God give you the body you have? Did God give you the relationships that you have? Did God give you the business that you have? So when did you become Lord of that? Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And cast all your worry, fear, and anxiety over on him, for he cares for you. And then it goes on to say: Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, comes like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Resist him steadfast in your faith. In your faith. In your faith. 2 Corinthians 4 2 says, Here's the step you got to do. We have renounced the hidden things of shame. (laughs) The word renounce is the Greek word ariaron. It means to verbally cast something down, it means to verbally declare and dispose of something by the words of your mouth. That's how you renounce something, time to renounce the spirit of fear, time to renounce anxiety and worry, time to renounce all those things that are dwelling in darkness. I want us to do something here today. I want you to bow your heads. I want you to ask yourself this question under the direction of the Holy Spirit. What do I fear most of losing? And if it's anything other than intimacy with Jesus, would you repent of it? I've had to do that this week. Would you repent of it? Can I tell you something? Your relationship with him is the only thing you can't do without. You can do without everything else. You don't want to, but you can. Would you say, Lord, reveal to me anything that I fear losing that is not greater intimacy with you and not the truth. And I recognize today that there's some fears in some rooms of my house and I declare today that I will, on the direction of your spirit and the authority of your word, I will renounce them in the name of Jesus. So here we go. Will you pray this with me? Mighty God, in the name of Jesus, I hereby renounce every fear in my inner man, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of loss, the fear of misunderstanding. Whatever it is, I declare war on the roots of fear. I recognize that all my fears are rooted in unbelief. I receive your forgiveness and your grace. Right now, I declare you are for me. 100%, you are for me. Now I want you to follow that with this prayer. Speak it right after me. Mighty God, Lord of heaven, creator of the universe, sustainer of all, have mercy on our world let your mercy extend to all who are sick and suffering in Jesus name release the mighty spirit of love and healing and grace for your own glory we declare in the name of Jesus Christ that sickness and disease and pandemics are bound in heaven and bound on the earth in the name of jesus we declare right now in our realm in our world in our body in our family that sickness and disease has no place we declare that the evil spirit that is driving this pandemic is bound in jesus name by faith, on the basis of the blood of Christ that bears witness before the throne of God, we cover not only ourselves, but our family. We declare that you will give wisdom and discernment to physicians, to health care workers, to all of those who are at work as agents of light. And we declare in Jesus' name, that this not only is bound but will cease and desist to operate in our world we declare that it shall not come our homes. it shall not come into our church it shall not come into our body whatever touches us it has to come through the filter of the blood of christ and so lord right now right now In the name of Jesus, on the basis of your word, through the authority of your blood, we declare that every bad germ, every virus, every bad bacteria is bound in the name of Jesus and will not continue to operate in our body, in our family, and in those you've given us. In Jesus' name. Rise up. Time to rise up. Fight the fight of faith in the authority of the One who has all authority in heaven and on earth. Go with God. He's God. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.